0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com smile for the living get what you need and give what you're given you know life's for the living so live or you're better off dead don't you cry for the lost smile for the living get what you need and give what you're given Life's for the living, so living. Oh, you're better off dead. Yes, yes, welcome to my side attack. I am Tony. So, what do I do here every day? I share stories and experiences about technology in Africa, and that is what makes this the greatest show. Because at the end of the day, life itself is a story shared with oneself and with others. I'm here every weekday from 9 a.m. to midday GMT plus one or 9 a.m. West African time, depending on what time zone you're using and you're in. We're still officially in the month dedicated to the Capricorns. Yes, so today marks the end of You know, that part of the zodiac sign where you have Capricorns and today, 19th of January 2023, that's how you know it. So if I say today marks the end of the goated sign, zodiac sign, yeah, and tomorrow we enter the zodiac sign of the Aquarius, the water bearer, you know, I'm talking about the 19th and the 20th. I wouldn't go into all of the astrology and all of those things, you know, they say about. the signs I would instead you know dig deep into the rubbles of history and bring to you you know what happened this day a few years back starting from the year 1999 now that year 1999 and the year Y2K very significant because a lot of people thought the world was going to come to an end then either 1999 or 2000 or 2001 like y2k that's the end and i remember writing on my notebook then to y2k i couldn't resist it in 1999 on this day 19th january 2023 r.i.m also known as rim introduced the blackberry yes some people never thought that you know the blackberry phone would ever go extinct yes i say that it is The original BlackBerry devices were not phones. But instead, they were the first mobile devices that could do real-time emailing. They looked like big pages. They the way i heard it you know the name blackberry came from the similarity that the buttons on the original device had to the surface of a blackberry fruit whatever that means those crazy canadians jeez. okay so for those of us who were around during the time when you know blackberry was still a thing it was just like you know the craze that happened or came with iphones Geez, everybody was mad if you did not have a blackberry i mean a bb and you say oh it was a bb pin and like oh come off it man let's just let that go Let's move on to the year 1993, yeah? And this is like digging deeper and deeper and going deeper into history. Same day, 19th January, IBM announced a nearly 5 billion dollar loss for the year, the fiscal year 1992, and several years of losses in the early 1990s were the result of sweeping changes to the computer industry in the 1980s that IBM itself was slow to recognize. But then there's something ironic about this. The biggest catalyst to the change that somehow IBM itself was slow to recognize and catch on to fast enough was the rise of the personal computer PC. So you know that's where it comes from now. So when you hear oh send me my PC you know it actually means personal computer. Now IBM helped create the most popular personal computing platform at that time but lost control of the platform to Microsoft and IBM-compatible clones of their original design. The story here is really... I wouldn't go into it. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I checked up the story and it was really, really crazy. But I think you should just Google how IBM lost control of its software platform to Microsoft. Yes, the personal computing platform to Microsoft. And you'd understand. Now, the muster that they created in the PC industry nearly caused their own collapse. They went on year-on-year... On year announcing losses and the losses i'm talking about billions of dollars in losses and according to what i hear i think it was uh, at that time the biggest ever ever loss to be announced by you know a company ever ibm now ibm right now sells software they offer consulting services and provide hybrid cloud infrastructure solutions a lot of people don't even know that you know ibm is in the tech industry ibm's biggest source of revenue and profits is a software segment of the business and is working hard to be a leading provider in the hybrid cloud and AI space. Now let's leave IBM alone and Microsoft and move on deeper into the year 1983, the same day, January 19, when the Apple Lisa, the first commercial PC to have a graphical user interface and a computer mouse was announced. And guess how much it was for? 9995000 Dollars. Yes, it ended up being a commercial failure for Apple itself. But many of the technologies developed for that Apple Lisa made its way into the Mac. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, it's my Mac, my Mac. They don't know it's the Macintosh. <laughs> Nobody ever says my Macintosh lab. Know it's my Mac, yeah? And then deeper in 1915, same day, January 19th, the neon lighting tube was patented by French man Georges Claude. In 1923, he and his French company, Claude Neon, introduced Neon gas signs to the United States by selling two to a Packard car dealership in Los Angeles for $1,250 apiece neon light quickly became a popular fixture in outdoor advertising so where yeah, exactly so when you go to uh, you know you see these boards outside billboards and you see those colored lights yes yes those are neon lighting tubes and then we have some other smaller neon lamps that are widely used as visual indicators in electronic equipment and appliances uh, due to their low power consumption long life and ability to operate on mains power Also, if you're still struggling to understand what a neon lighting tube is, just think of clubs and the red and yellow and, you know, the colored light you see in clubs exactly. So those are examples of this. Now, I would share in a bit, right, (laughs) some very weird tech news that, trust me, I did not make up on my own. And after now, also share some really juicy stories in the tech space here on the continent and across the world as it affects Africans. Welcome to my side of tech. This is Africa Tech Radio. Stick around on Tony's tech side. Sorry to bust your bubble. (laughs) Trust me, this will burst your bubble. But I didn't make it up too. Would you believe if I told you, would you believe it? We figured a way for a bubble to last more than a year. I know, right? That's, that can be true. I mean, when you do and then the bubble goes and it pops, yeah? In January 2022, some French physicists said that they figured out a way to extend the usually short lives of bubbles. The University of Lille physicists published findings in the journal Physical Review Flues, recounting how they extended the fragile and ephemeral lifetime of a single bubble to a mind-blowing, hear it, listen up, 465 days. God, a year takes 365 days. Now, they are 100 on top of it of bubbles' lifespan. Some animals don't even last as long as that. Some persons don't do it. Come on. So, the typical bathtub or dish soap bubble lasts just moments. I mean moments. You know when you're taking your bath, right? Or when you're washing, for those who do dishes, wash plates. And you just, you know, there's foam in your hand and you just you put, you know, and if you're like, yeah, bubbles, yeah. Or if, you know, you had like a really, really nice um, childhood. There's this is plastic uh, thing. I, I don't know what it's like. A bubble creator, right? You have to blow into it. You put it in water. Then you loop. And then um, it creates a bubble, Right. But these things last typically just seconds. I mean, just moments. They're like memories before they pop due to, according to what it's called, listen, it's called the gravity-induced drainage and all the evaporation of the liquid. So the liquid gets evaporated and that's it. And this happens inside the sphere, according to the study's authors. But when researchers formed bubbles with a high concentration of glycerol, glycerol, you know, by the way, it's a compound commonly used in a host of foods. And medicine. If you check, you see glycerol. Now, when they formed bubbles with a high concentration of glycerol, the compound was highly effective in staving off the sphere's inevitable death by pop. <laughs> this sounds like death by hanging, death by pop. One bubble apparently lasted for 465 days. What I wanted to ask was: Is this like in free fall? You know, when you like do a pop, it, when you like do the hoop, you know, and you create a bubble. You know, it just keeps going, like it's going up and down and up and down. It's just floating in the air, right? What happens when this one, like, does it hit something? And, you know, sometimes it's like you just blow it up and it hits something and that's it, right? So, did they put it in an environment or did they just allow it to just, you know, free fly in the air? I would really want to know. So just when I thought, you know, that was the weirdest thing I've ever heard this week, something else blew my mind and I will be back with it in a moment. Trust me, these things I am telling you today, Thursday, these weird stories I share with you, I never make them up. These are things that actually happen in real life. You're listening to Tony's Tech Side. Oh, you back, oh. stick around on tony's tech side it's time to take you back to the first in tech okay now here we go <laughs> in 2021 florida began releasing genetically modified mosquitoes as part of its efforts to control one of the disease-spreading species of the biting insect. And just like Bouju and Burner Boy said, Tell me what I cannot do. Len, Omo. The state, Florida in the United States of America, released... Almost 144,000 non biting male mosquitoes in the car, and these were engineered by the British firm Oxitech. And this meant to mate with biting females, with any resulting female offspring unable to survive. Hashtag support for females. I mean, feminism, right? Even in the animal kingdom, we're trying to eliminate the female mosquitoes. Not the male, but they say that the males don't bite the females are the ones who bite so that's why we're trying to eliminate them i I think it's pretty okay i will leave my thoughts to myself this project was approved after years of public comment and official review the project was meant to control is meant to control the population of the 80s aegypti mosquito which can spread dengue fever zika virus and yellow fever as well as heart warm to pets and animals. Now, this mosquito makes up about 4% of the mosquito population in uh, the Keys, but is responsible for virtually all mosquito-borne diseases transmitted to humans. Now, when I back to last year, remember this was launched in 2021, right? When I back to last year, 2022, the Environmental Protection Agency declared the release of 2.4 billion genetically modified mosquitoes in California and Florida because of the success of this one in Florida. Yeah. And remember, the first set was 144,000. Also, in October 2022, I saw the news of the release of genetically modified male mosquitoes in the city in Brazil to temporarily cut the virus carrying insects. And this actually brought back results of about 96 percent this is talking about the success of this project and trust me when i first heard genetically modified mosquitoes i was scared because i'm like if mosquitoes can do this harm what about when they're genetically modified and some some persons also shared my thoughts in a report that was done by the CBC Today.com. yeah today.com and I'm thinking, what if these mosquitoes, you know, like evolve and then have like a mind of their own? What then happens? Are we going to start having male and female, both male and female mosquitoes biting? I don't know what you think, but I I think it's good at first surface level when we see that we're trying to reduce the number of the female Anopheles mosquitoes that are in you know in circulation. But then, then, when I'm looking at it, it means we may get to the point where we'll just have male mosquitoes and no longer females. So what happens to reproduction? What happens to their lifespan? What happens to them living longer than then? If we have just the males, then it means two things. We will no longer have the females because if you keep having more males, more males, and more males are mating with females that will give birth to male and females that will not leave, for males that would leave. right so it means we'll start cutting the population of the female mosquitoes the biting mosquitoes and if this happens we get to the point where we will not have the females anymore so there'll be no females to breed with and if that happens it's either the males start reproducing on their own or they go extinct simple and short or they find a way to evolve to save their species That's the only thing I think of. They will start biting, start reproducing and then we'll be in a bigger problem but then i think you know i should just remove those thoughts from my head and see this as a good thing does this help the environment in any way not directly particularly but it just ensures that all those who are suffering from the zika virus or the dengue fever you know somehow we can cut them a slack and we can reduce the population of those suffering from the illnesses that these people actually bring so please listen Carefully to this report <laughs> by today.com and tell me what you think in the comment section on Africa Tech Radio on Twitter and on Facebook, and also what you think on Instagram at a tech ring.
1: Ra- Flow an invasive and dangerous mosquito species, they're called Aedes aegypti and are known to carry diseases like Zika, Dengue, and yellow fever. The females spreading infection
0: with their bites. In the Keys, they make up just about 4% of the mosquito population, but are responsible for virtually all of the mosquito-borne disease transmission to humans.
1: The potential solution starts at OxyTech's lab, where tiny eggs are injected with a modified DNA strain, ultimately producing mosquitoes that have what's called a self-limiting gene. Only the male offspring can survive past an early stage, the boys, unlike their female counterparts, do not bite.
0: They run out of females to, to mate with, and that's how you bring the population down.
1: This week, OxyTech began the process of releasing 140,000 male eggs in six locations along the Keys. That is part of a live experiment greenlit by the EPA, though some environmentalists are crying foul
0: genetic engineered organisms are not something that we can control. Evolution will find its own way.
1: This isn't disrupting anything within the environment naturally.
0: We haven't seen that, no, and we are targeting the 80s aegypti that is invasive.
1: The company says similar projects in Brazil led to a 94% reduction of the targeted mosquito population and point out their research is peer-reviewed. Locally, residents buzzing about benefits and risks of unexpected consequences.
0: My gut feeling says it's probably not a good thing. You know, we don't know enough about it.
1: The EPA says they conducted an extensive risk assessment based on the best available science and does not expect the trial to have adverse effects to animals in the environment. Does this represent the potential for greatly reducing the amount of Zika or dengue fever that's prevalent in a community?
0: We hope so, that's why we're doing this. Boy, the debate on this one's crystal clear here. Okay, so we know this is going on in Florida, Sam. Are they planning to bring this project anywhere else in the U.S.? Yeah, that's the
1: game plan, Hoda. And here's the thing. The mosquitoes only travel a few hundred yards, so this is very surgical. But if it works here, it can be exported to other places, not just to Florida, but across the world. This company, Oxitech, has used similar technology in places like Panama, Malaysia, Mexico, Brazil, as we mentioned. So it's been out there. They've used it for taking care of pests that destroy crops and now also disease guys back to you all right sam brock
0: for us there sam thank you so you heard it from them yeah first time is this a problem or is this not a problem like is this really a good thing reminisce with problem stay on the side with me Well, that's how we wrap up things here on the side of tech thank you very much for staying on the side of tech yes at a tech radio on instagram and at africa tech radio on twitter and on facebook by the way if you're planning you know relocating from the continent to the united states of america yeah linkedin will recently i hear they haven't yet but they will read, in a short while, publish the tomb job titles of 2023 and you should actually go look it out and i will just play an excerpt from an interview that today.com had with someone from linkedin the editor-in-chief for linkedin and i think you should listen if you're thinking of relocating this year or early next year then these jobs are what you should be looking at filling, from truck drivers to marketing managers these Ladies and gentlemen, are the top job titles of 2023 that you should be interested in and you should be planning towards settling, yeah? In out with their annual list of jobs on the rise. Every year, they crumbers on what job
1: titles are growing the fastest. And here this morning, with an exclusive first look, LinkedIn editor-in-chief, one of our favorite guests here, Dan Roth. Good to have you back, sir. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. So before we get into the top jobs here going into 2023, latest jobs numbers, stronger than expected, but number of companies uh, are starting to report layoffs as well. So from your bird's eye vantage point, what's going on here in terms of the job market?
2: Yeah, we're seeing things are not as hot as they were, but this is still a historically tight labor market. Unemployment is at generational lows. Mm -hmm. We are seeing on our own data, there's near parity in terms of job seekers and job openings. And we just did a survey that showed that two-thirds of American workers say they are contemplating uh, finding a new job this year. So in tons of confidence in the job market. That being said, finding a new job is always tricky and difficult. And uh, crafting a great career is even harder. So that's what this data is designed to help
0: with. All right. So with that said, let's talk about jobs on the rise. I saw this headline, growth and profitability roles. What does yeah. that mean?
2: Well, you would think that most companies are kind of focused on always growing and making sure they're profitable. But increasingly, companies are finding people whose jobs it is, is justified find new markets and just to get more out of existing oh. customers. So number one, fastest growing jobs is head of revenue operations. You can think of that as a chief revenue officer, another okay. name for that, growth marketing manager, strategy and operations manager. In turbulent times, these are even more important jobs because you have to find new sources of revenue or you got to do more with less. You always hear that term more with less. Yeah. These are the people who just do more with less. Okay.
1: What about jobs that help companies Prioritize their employees.
2: Yeah, so this is the second massive trend. We've seen tons of new job titles that these are jobs that used to be done by the HR person, now they are their own jobs. And it's something like um, head of HR analytics, diversity and inclusion manager, Hmm. something called employee experience manager, head of rewards. Employee experience manager is someone that makes sure there are great programs for employees, the people that you have, Uh, culture is carried throughout the company. The idea is. Have your employees stay around. Make sure they don't churn. Make sure they're getting the most out of the company and that they are culture carriers internally. You hear like, companies come up with, this is the, cu- the culture of our company, yeah. and then it just disappears after it leaves the C-suite. Mm-hmm. The idea is make employees their own culture carriers. The employee experience manager is designed to do that.
1: Here's a top job that's on the rise. I think when folks hear it, they, they might be surprised.
2: But if you really think about it, it's not surprising at all. Truck driver. This one shocked me. I, was, I couldn't believe seeing this mm-hmm. on here. But if you think about how people are watching this right now, Now, on a phone, computer, TV, almost 100% likelihood that came from a truck. Yeah. And truck drivers, there's a lot of truck drivers who have been retiring truck. There is a a problem in the trucking industry. There's not enough truck drivers. Walmart, just as one example, they raised uh, their starting salary 21% this year for truck drivers. The starting salary is now $110,000 for a truck driver at Walmart. Starting. Starting. They're that an paying, easy job. Well, it's, no, it's a tough job. you got to learn how to like back in those big oh, trucks. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But anything logistics, anything you're doing to be able to help deliver goods, services, get them to the right home at the right time, those are really uh, hot jobs right now.
0: Finally, I was at a meeting, at, uh, at a meeting last night, and it's so interesting how many women have now they're required to go back into work. Some people are trying to hold it down say, no, please, two, three days a week. Where are we headed? I mean, are we all going back? Is it still hybrid? What's yeah. the trend?
2: Well, it's sort of sad news for people who have loved remote, but yes. those jobs seem to be increasingly uh, going extremely Really? Yeah, something with 20 percent of jobs last year were remote jobs is now down to about 13 percent, but mm-hmm. still 50 percent of people who are applying to jobs are applying to the remote jobs. Employees are hungry for these remote jobs, but they are going the way Why do they you, turn mm-hmm. to be a pandemic specialty. Why do
1: you think that is? Why do you think so many employers are, are saying now? Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Back. A lot of it has to do with this kind of employee experience manager we were just talking about. Companies feel like the culture isn't working within their companies. They can't get people to do what they want to do or yeah, do it the way it. they want to when they are at home. So they're trying to bring them back in. Flexible jobs seem to be here to stay, yeah. but fully remote, those seem to be going away. Damn, interesting. always yeah. learn something. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having yeah. me.
0: So you hear that. That's it. And that's how I wrap up today on Tony Tech Side. Thank you very much for staying with me. I do this every weekday from 9 a.m till about midday and that's how we're going to call it a wrap here on the side of tech. Stay with me Cruise Control, Glorious Greed coming up after this You can catch us on Twitter Africa Tech Radio and on Instagram at A Tech Radio I'll see you again tomorrow You know, any other day you catch me any other weekday, 9am Let's do this here Zoom, 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 Bye, check You're listening to Tony's Tech side. Yeah. yeah. When they tryna hold me, I go zoom zoom zoom. Don't like your vibe, and I go zoom zoom zoom. Louin' the roof, and they go boom boom boom. Don't you ever treat me like I'm been
2: Thanks for listening, and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on Africatechradio.com.